0: friends, it's Sarah May. And this is an episode for Linda. So I hope you like this and hang in there. So this is about um, if you have been blindsided with a broken heart. So if you've lost something you thought you had forever. And when you go through a devastating experience like being left by somebody that you thought was yours for life, it can be an earthing of everything in your world. So it shakes what you want, how you feel about yourself and your future, and what you feel safe with, and who you feel safe with. And aside from the unexpected effects like the pain and the mourning, this kind of experience can have very strange effects on you. So when you're taken by surprise by something, like a relationship, it's really traumatic, and you have been shocked so you can do some things that you won't really understand or feel things that feel very strange. So I'm hopefully going to tackle some of those common things and so you can see you're not crazy and that it's all quite natural and hopefully give you a couple of feeling or uh, tools to help you moving forward and maybe offer somewhat of a timeline so you can know how you're going to feel and hopefully a way that you can trust that this is going to end. Um, so I hope this helps. I right, here we go. Part one. So if this is a long-term relationship or even a short one and maybe you just relied on it in really intimate ways or it kind of, it took up a lot of your life, this loss can make you feel like you have nothing to stand on. So it can level you and remove you from all safety in your life. So it's more than just this relationship it's everything if you're suffering at a time like this in your life you might be going through worry over what will come and like what will, will you remarry will you ever love again will you trust again are you lovable are you too old or were you stupid that you trusted this person or were you the only one that didn't know and how didn't you know and what's wrong with me that I didn't see this coming or how do I move on with love so yeah that's there's a lot There's a lot of stuff. It's a big, big deal in your life. So slow down. Just know you've got to put all of it aside just to be able to heal for now. So just as much as you can, deal with taking care of your immediate needs, like a little bit at a time. Just make sure you are rested and fed and taken care of. Just soothe yourself right now. And now is not the time you're going to be planning your future because you are changing right now. So you should simply be focusing on loving and caring for you and improving your strength. So how could you possibly imagine anything from a place like this? Because you are in like a triage mode. You just experienced a traumatic event and you have to recover and you have to heal. So that's what I want you to be aware of. What you need to do right now is soothe and balance yourself. With that said, I will go on to just to help you make sense of maybe things that are confusing you about how you feel. Part two is why am I feeling this way? So if you're kind of acting out of character and it's freaking you out, I'm just going to go through some of like the kind of strange, well, just some of the bigger buckets, I guess, of reactions that might happen right now. So, the biggest one, number one, is shame. And this is a big one because overwhelming shame comes about from all different places. And most of it's probably that it's somehow about you. Somehow it's your fault. Maybe you also feel shame that you let others in your life down by not having a perfect life. And that's also. A self-defense mechanism because it removes you from the experience of your own pain. You're making your pain about someone else. You're hurting for someone else. But regardless, that's obviously not something you should feel ashamed about. Shame usually shows up as like a self-blame tactic. Like in this case, if I was more sexy or if I was more fun or if I was younger, if whatever, they would still love me or they would still be with me. Um, and you have to stop. You have to train yourself to distract yourself from that thought process as soon as it shows up, because this is not about you at all. It's not about you. This person, if this person left, that's their decision. That's about them. So the hardest kind of shame, I think, is the kind that makes you feel unable to talk about what happened to anybody. Like if if it causes you to isolate yourself. So if it was something that was really shocking to you that happened, like maybe this person told you something very extreme. And that shame around that experience can prevent you from talking to others about what you need. And right now you need support. So if you don't want to talk about it, that's okay. But you could still reach out to people and just tell them what you need from them. Like if you're not ready to be exposed, that's totally okay. But you can just say, I can't talk about it yet, but I need your support. So just dictate exactly what you want. So you can say, I want you to come over and sit with me and I don't want to talk or whatever it is. Like, it doesn't matter. So a lot of people will show up for you and love you and understand you if you just trust them enough to. And a lot more of them will show up for you than you might guess. And sometimes if people can't, it's because they're not capable. It doesn't mean they don't want to. So I know it's scary. And if you feel exposed and you're ashamed of whatever happened, don't force yourself. If you're just not ready, but know that once you are able to own something and talk about something, you get to the healing part a lot faster. All right, number two, I'm calling play dumb or downplay. Play dumb, downplay. Mm-hmm. So denial and minimizing the danger in the world is necessary just for you to function as a human being. So you can't take in all possible danger Because otherwise, you would just never leave the house. So it's normal. It's healthy. Um, And if you're finding out something really scary and potentially devastating, it's also normal to take that in with a little bit of hesitance. So you naturally want to confirm the truth before you react to something that feels completely impossible. So the beginning of an experience like this, denial or avoiding the truth in all its glory is a normal, natural thing to do. So the worse that your news is, the more likely you're going to be avoiding confronting it. Why? Because it's impossible to take that in all at once. That might destroy you. It's just too painful. So my only cautioning would be if you are past the initial learning of this information and you find yourself just unable to confront it as a reality. If this is you, you might want to seek uh, therapy to help you move through this. Because um, it actually gets a lot easier. it goes a lot go a lot faster. If that's too expensive, find a help group. Because this has to come out of you at some point. So if you're pushing it down, you are carrying a very, very heavy weight with you. And it's just going to bring down your happiness and eventually your ability to function. And that means in all parts of your life, not just in love. So you can't go on like this forever and you don't have to. Um, but I know how you feel and I know why. You're doing that because it is terrifying just to think about looking at this. It's so overwhelming. There's just too much to feel and that is too scary. So just don't be afraid because you can get yourself a great amount of help and you can just do it a little bit at a time. You're not going to do it by yourself. You're not going to do it all at once. And at the end of it, you will feel reborn and amazing. And you will be happy and alive and vibrant. So just start by seeking out some form of support. Just like start there. Even just talking to a friend. Just start slow. Okay, number three. Role play. Um, And this is a weird one, but it's basically if you are acting out what the person that left you wanted or what you assume they wanted that was lacking that was not who you are and that is just it's a weird thing where sometimes you have to run into a fire to feel comfortable with a burn like so if this person left you for someone based on what you perceive to be something you lacked let's say in the bedroom you might feel compelled to act out whatever it is you think they wanted so you might be I don't know, pushing yourself into an area that's not you and it's not comfortable. So it's like an itch of curiosity almost or like a craving for information. Like you're trying to understand what it is it what is it that they wanted, and like you're trying to prove to yourself, like I can be that, see? Ha. But if this is happening to you, you want you should become aware of it, first of all, and you should try and back away and really be disciplined about. I guess just talking to yourself and being honest with yourself. You need to examine your reasons. So you have to ask, what is the motive for this act? Is this what's best for me and my happiness? Or is this coming from a different place? And it can be really confusing, but just start there. Because you don't want to do anything you'll regret in the future. And right now you have to be really self-protective. So often when weird things we don't understand take over, it's almost like, you, it's like a weird urge just to get rid of the pain or get to rid of, rid of the anxiety. And it'll be like you're driving yourself into it almost. like, it, And it doesn't feel right. It doesn't sit right. So you need to really protect you right now. You need to covet your values because your heart has been hurt and needs to be coddled. So just do what your best thinking tells you at all times. Number four, grossy, gross out. (laughs) Grossy, gross, gross out. That's what it was. Um, Or a total repulsion to all potential relationships to come. If you got burned by somebody you trusted and you loved, you are likely to be completely devoid of a want of anyone else coming near you romantically. So you might even be repulsed by everyone of the gender of the person you were with. And that's just normal. It's to be expected when you have been violated. Um, Because intimacy requires trust. So if yours has been shattered, you are likely going to be able to envision regrowing it from scratch. Because this is something you had to build over a lifetime. So it's not for you to think about right now. Whether or not you're going to be in love. Just romance is not on the table right now, so don't worry about it. Maybe you will fall in love and you will trust that person completely, and maybe you won't. But who cares? Because That is so far away from right now. Either way, you will once again be happy and your life will be wonderful and you will have trust in that life. So that's all you need to know. So if just the thoughts of a relationship feel terrifying, that makes sense. Just think of it like you are putting together a castle block by block and you can't jump to whether or not someone's going to spend eternity with you there. Um... But I just will say, to answer any fears, you can absolutely trust someone again, and you will absolutely be able to fall in love again, and you will have a very healthy relationship. It's, it's, there has been no damage done to you. In fact, quite the opposite. Number five, opposites attract. If you got burned really, really bad, you might suddenly be attracted to the opposite gender. Or sorry, the gender that you normally are not attracted to. Because hey, something life-changing just happened and your vision of the world has shifted. So your truth has changed. And that might shift who you are attracted to. So just don't be freaked out. It's Totally natural. Doesn't mean you might not change back again. Or who knows? Maybe it's forever. Maybe it's like a new self. But just don't judge it. Just honor it and allow what you feel to be and it things are just going to change and come out of you and just don't be afraid of it um, because you've been through something very big it's a big change and right now you just have to allow yourself to exist and feel and just be okay with that just don't be freaked out okay moving on number six stalkery obsession so this is one that you might suffer from against your own best thinking. So it's like needing and obsessing about information about the person who betrayed you and all of their acts of betrayal. Gross, right? Yeah. I know. It's investigating this grossness like a private detective. Like you have this like intense urge to know and it can feel weird and confusing. So it's because you are trying to get grounded. Like you after this trauma You need to understand reality. And as of now, there are a lot of gaping holes. So this process is really about your brain needing to make sense of your version of the story versus the truth. So you have to get... It's trying to get oriented, basically. So you might be going through a library of your past experiences and like weighing them against your own experiences, or sorry, your true experiences, to see how much of your reality can be trusted. So the tough part is this... Process is stopping you from healing. Like it's keeping you in the relationship, and what you need to do to heal is focus on moving forward. Like you need to focus on you, yourself only, and your life now, and not this person. I know it's tough, but you've got to curb your desire to seek this information out. You have to look at everything that's in you, and only you, as though that information does not exist. I know that sounds really hard, but you have all the information you need about what needs to happen in your life and what is relevant to you in just you, in your own feelings, and your reactions to this situation. The other information is superfluous. So if there are issues that blocked you from seeing the reality of this somehow, like if you're noticing that there were signs that you missed or there were things that you ignored or there was like a condition that was pervasive that maybe shouldn't be happening in you, now is the time that you are going to examine those things. Because you your goal is to understand yourself. So If there are habits that possibly made you ignore yourself and your needs, that's something you need to focus on now. So you have to make you and your feelings your focus and your priority not the other person so this is about you getting to the bottom of you so if you've been all about somebody else's thoughts and feelings for your whole life that's something you gained or you learned in your childhood it's something part of you the way you're brought up so it has a source so now's the time go seek that out uh moving on number seven crazy making waves so this denial is the first stage you might go through because it's just too much to take in and comprehend at once. And after that, you might find you're getting little bits and pieces of like really potent emotions and realizations uh, at once. Like a little, like the truth was like hurled out a window (laughs) and it hits your face really hard or something. So it'll like come and hit you and then it'll subside and you'll feel something totally different. So you might notice yourself like bawling your eyes out and then laughing and then feeling sleepy. Um, because that's just the way these emotions come through you. So it's like, I, th- I like to think of it like a pressure cooker and like that steam has to come out in little like, pss, 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 pss. like it has to come out a little bit at a time. Otherwise it's going to explode. So don't be confused. It's normal. And just as an aside right now, it's, there are a lot of emotions in you and they're like really, really heavy. So you're kind of going through. A physical purge. Like. They're toxins. Literal toxins that are moving through your body. So don't. Twist the knife. Like don't like. Push yourself to like. Wallow and cry. And like. You know. Purge the. More sadness. Or whatever. Because it's not speeding along. Your. Processing. It's just like. It's taking on too much at once. So you have to really rest. And allow yourself. To heal. And like. Do this in the most balanced way possible. So support yourself, allow yourself to take it a little easy. Alrighty, number eight, yearning for your missing half. So outside of any of the gory or hard to swallow details, like this is a loss of a person you loved. This is a a loss of a relationship. And that is, it's like a death. So you are experiencing something similar to mourning a loss of a loved one so it's gonna it's gonna feel like you're gonna have to process a lot of sadness and if you're yearning for this person that's normal because you miss this person that was in your life and you're also missing your life because it was built around that person so whether or not you should miss them you are mourning and that mourning is valid and real and they left a gaping hole in your life so you're allowed to feel that pain and not dismiss it and I think it helps to treat it as its own separate thing so if it if you want to separate it in your mind like think of it as like a symbolic death that happened and I suggest going through like a ritual of sorts to say goodbye so like doing a having a day you're gonna have a ceremony and doing like a little do, I suggest doing it by yourself but like Having a night where you can just cry and say goodbye to this person you knew and you loved and like I would say light a candle, like write something and maybe burn it or just say for farewell in the way that you would to this person you loved. Don't be angry with yourself. Just don't disregard the relationship because it was real. and Your experience was real. So... It's a trauma, and you're going to be pulled in all different directions, but you are allowed to miss that person, no matter what happened. Um, so moving on, nine, number nine, number nine. Number nine is intense anger, or rage, rage-a-haul, let's call it rage-a-haul. So this is like a later stage in your processing, and... I would take it if you're feeling like extreme rage, that is very, very healthy. That's a sign you are healing nicely. Um, it just because it means you have understood the reality of what has happened, and you are ex- you are accepting it. Like you have comprehended it as something done to you that you have this wound, and you are pissed about it. And that's good. It's self-loving, and it's it signals that you have complete acceptance of where you are right now so that's like a good healing process um and if you are not feeling anger and you feel like you are unable to feel that anger that's normal because a lot of the time anger doesn't feel natural or comfortable to us like you might be totally unaware of anger that's like living inside of you because it's It's a scary, icky, uncomfortable emotion. So you might be burying that in self-blame. So subconsciously, that's to protect yourself from feeling angry because it's scary and it's icky and you don't want to. um, Because it's volatile. And it also feels like out of your control and like explosive and that's terrifying. So if you are in self-blame mode, I think it's really helpful to just coach yourself into the anger. Like, literally, like, journal about it and just focus on repeating sentences to yourself about the fact that you are precious and you are vulnerable and you have been wounded by this other person. Like, this other person really fucked you up. (laughs) Like, what the hell? You don't deserve this. This is not your mess. This has been done to you, not by you, and you deserve better, damn it. There, I got you started. That was my attempt at helping you starting your anger. Um, Carry on. Oh, and I will add, like, if you were were abused as a kid, you are way more likely to be completely afraid of getting anger, of getting angry. Like, it's something you will likely not allow yourself to go near, Especially if that person is uh, the person who abused you is still in your life. So if you are somehow incapacitated from feeling anger, I recommend go see a therapist, or read a book, or go to a help group, or go to all three. To all three. Um, So in general, out of all these things, I will I won't say expect, but I would say be okay with feeling at random times combination of shock, horror, rage, love and sadness because these are all different emotions that exist related to the experience this experience and a lot of them contradict but um and also everyone know that everyone heals at a different pace so sometimes these feelings are going to come up right away sometimes they take their sweet time so just accept whatever comes up and just don't judge it because it's working its way out through you like almost like a bad cold so the most important part is just don't Hate on yourself. Like, even if you don't understand yourself, just you've got to have your own back. And you've got to hold your own hand if you need to take a walk or you need to get yourself some hot tea if you need to quietly rest, um, especially right now. So, if you are thinking, well, this fucking sucks, <laughs> I will offer you this perspective. Um, often, when an event in our life confronts us and it brings into sharp focus, a whole mess of other issues that we have not dealt with in ourselves, like things that we never looked at because we had someone else to bury them in. And if this is you, know that you have a very rare and powerful opportunity. You have a window of growth that many can never reach in their entire lives because it cannot be fabricated. This has been dropped like an anvil into your lap and so you cannot ignore it but that in itself is a gift and it's a rare one that you should very much take and learn whatever it is you have to learn about who you are and what you might need and personally I highly recommend it because past all of the self-work and self-discovery comes a high like no other like a life high Like you discover this super awesome, amazing, incredible you that you love that has been tangled inside of this outdated costume and the costume doesn't even fit anymore. And you finally just get to burst out into your life alive and free and you're full of joy and gratitude. And it's like a gratitude you've never felt before. So I know it doesn't feel like it right now, but this is a gift in a very heavy disguise. Which brings me to, I guess it's part three. Moving forward, what do I do now? Um, Basically, go with the flow and embrace yourself. For this window of time, you are going to need to be selfish. Selfish compared to the past you. So you have to focus inward and pour all of your focus and attention into you. Into soothing you and growing more of you. So I like to picture it like you're an atom that just split and now you've got to find your shape again minus this other person. So there's a lot of stuff that needs to be rebuilt and put into a new and fresh order. And so that takes time. Um, But that said, I have two little mini simple tools for you right now. Um, And the first one is a mantra. So number one, a mantra, get comfortable with ugly. It's fine. Right now, just forgive yourself and allow yourself to just be what you're going to be and don't stress about it. So I recommend embrace wherever you are at any given time and literally own it. Just own wherever you are. Just like let the makeup come off kind of thing. You know, you're already in the mud. Just be comfy with it and just claim it as you. So like, I don't know, almost like yell it to people. (laughs) Like you show up. Solo to a party, be like, yep, I got my broken up with. This is just me. Woo. Whatevs. Like, just be, be okay with that and own all the words because this shit's real. And sometimes you will have to just fall apart and you're going to look ugly and you're going to cry really loud and look silly. And people are going to talk. And like, who cares? That's part of life and it's okay. So just, if you're freaking out, overwhelmed, and you're going to fall apart, do it fall apart, fall into a big pile on the clo- of clothes on the floor and just cough out the tears and get snot running down your face and then and then get back up again and go back to work. It's just, it is what it is. It's just, it's not a big deal. And right now, it's gonna happen. So just accept it and laugh about it. Um, number two, it's a really simple tool, but it's the most important one in this entire process, in this time in your life. Keep moving. Just don't stop. You can't dwell here. You must continue to move forward and progress. You just can't wallow and you cannot enjoy your suffering. Because yes, you have a license to now. You've got to throw that in the trash. And although the wallowing path seems easier right now, it gets harder and harder as you go. So you just have to keep moving on with your life. And you have to grow into who you are as you, which is a quite amazing and wonderful thing, even if it doesn't look like it right now or feel like it right now. Um, and those are my tools. And um, before I end this, I have one final thing I want to say. If this is you at this moment in your life, you have a choice to make. And this can be a gift or it can be an excuse. So you get to decide what it means. And I say, go for broke and grab this gift. Take it as an opportunity. And whatever you do, don't begin to talk yourself out of the truth of your own life experience. It hasn't been denigrated, and it hasn't lost its truth just because this happened. Because your life and you exist as proof of that it doesn't matter when or how the tides changed, because in truth you will never know exactly what happened or why and when it comes to the other person it's a very dense sea of gray what i mean is there's no one reason or one time or one action that made this happen it's a layering of history and present and it's intricate. And it's also beyond your ability and your responsibility to decipher. But most important, it's not your fault and it's not because of you. But it had to happen. And you can't go back. And that is a painfully large multivitamin to swallow. Um, and change will always be scary and foreign and uncomfortable, but it will not be bad. You are at the beginning of a growth spurt and you are changing so quickly that it feels like it's unwanted. To be forced into such dramatic change is very dramatic, but very soon you will regain your balance. And day by day, you will feel more joy and excitement. And one day soon, you will know who you are and what you want and even who you want again. So what's most important is that you keep your awareness Of that truth that you maintain your faith in that day's existence you must confirm to yourself your own life's value and your own strength by continuing to move forward and taking care of yourself and just gently pushing yourself to be brave and to grow this is not a sob story to define your future and your past this is simply a fork in the road And though it's jarring, it is not the end of your happiness. It is the beginning. You will feel much joy in your future, and it will be of a different shade. It will be a much richer one, likely, than you could have ever imagined. And I believe that 100% without a doubt. So the truth is, no matter what you're feeling right now, it's normal. And it's not the end of your story. It's not forever. But right now, this is you time. And it's not for anyone else. And that is so nice and so wonderful. Just to be you. With you. Celebrating all that is you. So enjoy it and savor it. And know that it won't be forever. But it is a treasure to be in your company. You are very lucky to have you. So I send my heart to you and I hope... Helped in some way, and if uh, if you would like me to write on any any other topics, I love requests. And Linda, I hope this helped. So, as always, smile peeps.